Over the course of this study, as we read through the Bible uh, this year, I, I'm sure there's going to be some weeks where you think to yourself, oh, maybe I'll just kind of, you know, mail this one in. I'll just skim over. Maybe maybe I'll skip this week even altogether. And and honestly, if I took a poll, I'm betting this week where we're reading through the book of Leviticus, it'd be pretty high on people's list that they thought, mm, do I really need to read Leviticus? I mean, it doesn't really apply anymore, right? I mean, we're under grace, not under the law because we have Jesus. And so... It's not really the same. So do I need to know all these practices and all these things it talks about? And look, there's a valid point there that we, we are under grace, not under the law. Um, we're not required to follow all the things it talks about in Leviticus. But there, there are some insightful things we can get from this book that, that gave the instructions. Uh, the first instructions how to truly worship God to the nation of Israel. So as you read this week, uh, it's only like 30 pages, by the way. You can, you can do this. You can handle it. You can make your way through Leviticus, I promise. Um, there's a couple of things I want you to notice. Uh, first, there's some really practical instructions in the book of Leviticus. I mean, look, if I came to your house and, and saw some stuff growing in, in a dark kind of dank corner of your house and was like, ooh, that's mold. You need to clean that up. Um, and, and you'd take that advice. That's sound, practical stuff. You don't want mold growing in your house. And if you clean up mold and then it keeps coming back, then you have to do more extreme stuff like rip out walls and tear things down. And, and guess what? It talks about that in the book of Leviticus. It talks about how to deal with things like cleaning up mildew and uh, people have skin disease. It, it talks about quarantining in Leviticus. This is very relevant for us in 2020. Um, but it gives some of those practical things that, that still hold up to this day. Even some of the dietary things that talks about things like don't eat uh, the blood of animals or don't eat fat. There's plenty of health experts out there that would strongly agree that that's good advice for you and I as well. Um, in chapter 18, verse 5 of Leviticus, says, God says, Keep my decrees and laws, for the person who obeys them will live by them. I am the Lord. That, that's the NIV. And it, it almost sounds redundant at first glance. Right? The person who obeys them will live by them. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Why are you saying it twice? But that's not what he's saying. It, I read the New Century version. It says this instead. Just slight difference kind of clarifies. Um, the person who obeys them will live because of them. That's what it means to live by them, that, that because we follow these rules, these guidelines, we'll have a better life. Our life will be better because of following these things. It'll be healthier. And, and we'll, most importantly, we get to follow God. We get to be with him. Now, now in a world where we constantly have to remind people to do things like wash their hands, um, I know it's hard to imagine a culture that needed basic hygiene practices, but, but they did. This is not stuff that everyone in the world was doing. These were not normal, ordinary things. Oh, there's some stuff growing over in that corner. Just ignore it. No big deal going on. No, God wants them to be safe. He has some very practical advice for them in the book of Leviticus about how to deal with disease and how to deal with uncleanliness. And so, so keep that in mind as, as you read this week. But also pay attention to a phrase you're going to see a whole lot. And depending on, on what version, it'll be slightly different. But it'll be something along these lines. It'll talk about a sacrifice and and how they do it and why they do it. And at the end, of the, like every paragraph for, for a few chapters there, it felt like, and he will be forgiven. Or I really loved it in New Century. It says, so that he will belong to God. That at the point, the purpose of doing this sacrifice and doing this stuff was not to pay some penalty because, oh, I owe this huge thing. It wasn't even really about that. The point was that it put us back in right relationship with God. The point was that by doing that, we could be forgiven and we could belong to God again. We could be close to him. That's what those offerings are doing. They're saying, I want to make things right. God's telling us how to make things right between us and him so that we can be where he is. Look, God, God is just who he is. He's holy. That's something you'll read about a lot this week too. God is holy. 
And so in order for us to have a relationship with him, in order for us to be with him, you and I have to be holy. And that's not God trying to be mean. That's not God trying to create some, you know, really difficult, strenuous, strict things to lay down on us and, and kill all our joy so we don't have any fun. That's God wanting us to be with him. And there's no other way for us to be with him. He can't not be holy. God is holy. He can't help it. He can't stop it. He can't, he can't lower himself at all. He would cease to be God if he did that. And so in order for us to spend time with him, in order for us to have a relationship with him, we too have to be holy. We have to, to do these things that he tells us. So often we read the law, all these rules, regulations, and it just feels like God's being hard on us. But really, he's just telling us how to be with him. He's showing us how we can have this relationship and spend time with him. He, he wants that. In fact, he wants that so badly that even, even after we mess up all of this law, I mean, hey, God started with one rule, one rule in the Garden of Eden. Don't eat from that tree. That was it. And we couldn't handle it. We couldn't do it. We decided we were going to break that one too. And, and, and all these things it talks about in Leviticus, the people don't keep those up. And we, we, we certainly wouldn't either. But even in the midst of that, even after we'd broken all those things and done all that stuff, God himself came down, took on flesh, left up the perfection of heaven, left, left all the holiness and perfection of heaven to come walk among us so that he could satisfy and fulfill this law completely. And so that we, could be with him once for all. Leviticus is not meant to be a set of rules that, that restrict us. It's a set of directions for how to be with God and spend time with him and worship him and have a relationship with him. That's what God's after. He's not trying to kill our joy. He's trying to allow us to be with him, the ultimate source of joy. So keep those things in mind as you're reading through Leviticus this week. Love you guys. See you soon.